Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 70. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So this week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're not going to interview our great guests. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to do a continuation from episode 65, where we're talking about planning the great year. And the reason why I'm doing that is because we are in February now. And the statistics state that over 40%, in fact, over about 45% of you have already given up on your New Year's resolutions, or perhaps your goals that you've set for this year. So it is my mission on this episode to give you five strategies that will increase your chances of success in your goals. So if you have fallen off the wagon, so to speak, here's some strategies that can help you revisit them, look and check to see if the goals that you've set are right, but also to look at different strategies to increase your chances of success. If you are someone who is still on track or or starting to wobble a bit, these strategies are also going to help you get more focus and, and hit that target, increase your likelihood of achieving it. So what I, I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you five strategies that will that I certainly believe will dramatically increase your chances of success, and we're going to explore them in this episode. So let's get cracking, and we will start with number one is emotional buy-in. So Basically, when we're setting our goals, the, there are some times when, especially when New Year comes in, we may set our goals because we're frustrated. So it might be the big one for the New Year is I'm going to get fit or I'm going to lose weight or something like that. And that could be because, you know, you've eaten all that lovely food and all of a sudden is as you put on those pants ready for work or you, you put on an outfit that you want to wear for New Year's Day or something like that. And the next thing you realize is it's super tight or it doesn't fit you at all. And out of frustration, you go, this year, I'm going to lose some weight. Now, to me, there is not enough emotional buy-in from that. It is not a good enough reason just to go, this year, I want to lose weight because because I'm not fitting in these trousers or this skirt or whatever it is. But really, what you've got to look at is, is what is the emotional driver for you to do that? Now, there are different ways to look at that. Some people will move away from pain like I'm it makes me feel horrible x y and z some people move to me towards pleasure like I'm going to look absolutely fantastic in this now me personally I much prefer looking towards the positives because of the reward feeling that it will give you when you've reached that but what you've got to try and find is you've got to find the thing that motivates you you know are you just determined because that I'm never going to have this issue again at the end of the year or I'm, I'm going to feel absolutely awesome when I get into my bathing costume or swimming trunks or shorts or whatever it is during the summer holiday. But you've got to look deeper than that as well. You've got to sort of look at that and going, what are all the pros? What are all the benefits? What are all the great things that you are going to get when you achieve your goal? Whether that is increase your sales, whether that is, um, you know, lose weight, get fit, um, it deepen your relationships with your kids or maybe your your spouse or your partner or whatever it is 
It's looking at that and going, what will that give you? And you write down in as much detail what the benefits are going to be when you've achieved that goal. Because when you have that and when you create that amazing feeling of, do you know what, if I achieve this, this is going to happen. You know, if you reach those sales targets, I'm going to be able to take my family away on holiday. Or if you, you know, you've lost that weight, I'm going to, I'm going to feel confident in wearing X. Or I'm going to just feel more confident in my own skin when I'm talking around. I'm not, I'm not going to have this self-esteem issues or whatever it is. When you are fitter, you're going to be able to have, feel great because I'm going to be able to play with the kids and I'm, I'm not going to be running around panting or lying on the ground or crawling after five minutes of football or whatever it is. All of those things, when you think about it and stop hard and just for a second, close your eyes and think about what is that going to feel like? What will that feel like when I've achieved those things? And what you find is, is when that is happening is, is there's a bigger emotional drive. There's more, there's more reason for you to actually go, that's why I am doing what I'm doing. So you don't do this sort of spontaneous, this is why I want to achieve my goals. You think about the emotional buy-in. Why is it that you want to achieve those goals? For what reasons? Now, when you ask yourself that question, what I used to do is I used to write that question down on a piece of paper why do I want to X? And then what I would do is underneath that, I would write all of the reasons why I wanted to do that. What would it benefit me? Why am I looking at doing that? How can I do that? And I would put down all of that, emotion, um, um, that information sorry, down. But the most in question is, is how will I feel when I have achieved that? Because the how question gets you to kind of like revisit from a point of already achieving it. You've got to think about well, if I'm if I'm in if I've fit in those clothes, if I've hit those sales targets, if I've started that business, all of those things are getting you to have to go into the future, visit that state in time, and then come back and go, yeah, I feel absolutely fantastic because this is what I've done, this is what I've achieved, this is how I would feel, and this is what I can provide for myself or provide for my family or my loved ones. So there's there's a lot more driver behind that I think it's really important that when you're going to do those sort of things you need to tap into that emotional side our emotions you know make identify how we feel how we feel turns into actions so if we buy into that we're moving forward we increase that momentum and we and we're heading in the right direction number two is is what we also have to do is we have to identify the obstacles it's all very well as saying, okay, this is what I'm going to achieve this month. But if you don't stop for a second and really think about what are the obstacles that I'm going to face and acknowledge them so you can also start thinking about how can I proactively avoid them or what do, do I need to put into place to allow me to carry on towards my goals even, these are gonna, even if this is going to happen. And there's all sorts of things. So number one, the big one for me is how does it fit into your life ecologically? You know, how does that fit in with the way things are? So for example, if you're, if you are wanting to uh, reduce how much you're drinking or reduce the amount of times that you go out with your friends to the wrong type of places, so maybe it's always to bars or whatever it is, and you want to reduce that, 
what you've also got to make sure is you've got friends that are understanding enough to go, yeah, okay, fine, we'll go somewhere else. Because if you don't have friends like that and you are not strong enough to go to your friends, I'm actually not going out tonight because actually that doesn't fit in your life and it dramatically decreases the chances of you being successful because you will be prone to that peer pressure of going, going out to those places and doing that. So you've got to make sure that when you are looking at this sort of thing, that you look at all of the different aspects of your life and how does it fit. Now, some of that, some of those situations can be changed. So, for example, something might be one of the obstacles going to get is I really don't like selling. If sales is one of your targets this year or your goals, well, okay, if that's the case, is they're the obstacles. What can you do to avoid that? It might be increased training, get some sales training. It might be you need to have a conversation and see if you can make some sort of partnership agreement with a salesperson. It might be that you need to bring a salesperson in because you're just not the right person for that job. If it is that you're wanting to get fit, well, it's okay. These are the reasons why. I hate winter. Um, I run around and I'm rushing around, so I'm never going to get prepped in the in the morning for that. Okay, so what are the obstacles? Right, they're the obstacles. Okay, what are the solutions? Okay, well, you can go to bed a little bit earlier, set your alarm earlier in the morning, and then what you can do is you can arrange to find someone else to do it with you in the morning. Or it could be that you're not going to do it in the morning, you're going to do it lunchtime, and you get an opportunity to go to the gym in your lunchtime, so you're doing it. Or it might be that you're going to increase walking with your family at weekends to increase the exercise level or, or put some systems into place. It might be that you're going to remove certain types of foods out of your house or have, if you, if needs be, get a lockbox and only your kids have access to the, the chocolates and that sort of thing. You do whatever is necessary, not to the detriment of all the family. I mean, like, no, there's nothing nice coming into this house because I'm trying to lose weight. Kids don't understand that. Adults possibly may, but kids generally will not understand why all of a sudden biscuits and stuff are not in the house. But what is important is, is that you're looking at your situation and going, okay, how can I improve? If you want to be more efficient in your productivity at work, okay, there's a great goal. How the heck do you do that? Well, okay, you what you do is you study and you look for strategies that are going to help you meet. What's going to get in the way of that? Well, it could be that you don't have a great structure of time, so people just contact you whenever it is, and you need to re-educate certain things. You need to introduce new strategies. that actually gives you periods of time to be more productive. But you need to identify the obstacles that are going to stop you from actually getting to that level of uh, that that goal that you're wanting to achieve if you don't acknowledge the obstacles they're going to take you by surprise they're going to catch you unaware and they're going to lead you down that garden path of failure and by being aware of knowing you've got the emotional buy-in also identifying the obstacles of what's going to get away is it ecological does it fit in with my life Things are going to go a lot smoother, but you've got to take the time to identify this. Just setting the goal with no intention or anything else is not going to be that success. So if you're looking at doing that, you want to make sure that you are looking at those obstacles. Number three is share. Your goals should not be a secret. You know, if you are proud enough to make these goals, whether it's lose weight, do get exercise, 
increase income, whatever it is, you should not be ashamed of your goals. You know, it's something to be bloody proud of that you're setting goals to better your life in some way. So therefore, one of the other great things of doing that is to share it with people. So I'll give you an example. Um, I, on episode 65, I talked about the fact that I had procrastinated on my writing of my book um, and that it, it, you know, I'd messed about and fear was stopping me and all of those sort of things but I um but I'd never really sort of got to achieve it I'd written plenty of words and dumped it and you know whatever but um I brought it up to my mastermind group again and I shared it with them and they held me accountable and said okay enough excuses let's get it done we know this is a big obstacle for you but you need to write it before we next meet. Now, what I can report is, is after several years of messing about and not getting it done, um, in, I think it was about eight days. Eight days, I have got the first draft written and I'm just going through the um, editing process now. Now, I feel amazing that I've done that. Slightly annoyed that it's taken me that long. But one of the things that we looked at the group was the obstacles. So part of the obstacle was me getting in my own way, but also it was about looking at strategies of how I can create content and how I could create that book without it um, getting in the way. So I identified the obstacles, I found the solutions, but it was also about sharing it with people. And the more people I shared it, I shared it on the podcast as well, which was another thing to go, this is what I want to get done. So I did that in order to motivate me to move forward. There is a huge power of sharing your goals with others. Caveat to that is that you've got to make sure that you're sharing it with the right people. There is no point sharing it with someone who's just going to take the piss out of you because what's the point? What you need to do is you need to share it with the right people, the ones that are going to jeer you on, the ones that are going to say, come on, you know, you can do this. Acknowledge that you may have difficulties. Hey, look, you know, that's part and parcel of it because you're challenging yourself. But actually sharing it to the group of people to go, okay, this is what I this is what I need to do and do it. Then there's many different ways to do that. Joining um, you know, looking at those sort of things and just and just looking at who do I take a moment and write a list of who am I going to tell that this is the goal that I'm wanting to do and the date that I'm wanting it to do by. So they can come up to you and go, okay, how are you doing? Now, very short, very quickly, you will become motivated enough to go, well, I'm not letting these people down. I've told them I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. And I think that's really important. On top of that, what's also important is, is the, the fourth strategy is team effort. Get other people on the journey as well so um one of the things to do is is join a community of people or if it's an exercise or a, or a weight loss you know go to clubs where people there's a group of people in the same boat as you want to do the same things also have difficulties but they can talk about their challenges and stuff 
And there's a little competition going on in there as well about how many people can lose and everything else. I am a firm believer that competition is an important thing, um, that it drives you to do to do better. Um, even if it's a friendly competition, there is there are huge benefits of that. If you're wanting to get fit, join a group of people who want to do running. Not a, a pro, you know, a, a semi-pro athlete club, which you're the worst one at because you've never run since you were 21 years old and you're now 45. But join something where people are trying to get, their aim is to get fit, whether it's circuit training or anything, and you create the camaraderie, you create that support mechanism that are there. They all know the challenges that everyone goes through, but they're there to help you move forward. And I think by combining the sharing and then combining that team support, then that gives you that that confidence to know other people are in the in in the same boat. Yeah, all right, you may need to lose more weight than they do, or you are a lot more unfitter than they are, or you know they are they are more successful or have owned their own business for longer so certain things may come easier to you but each and every one of us has our own challenges and what by looking and by sort of really being aware of other people and those type of things you can very quickly create a support mechanism that allows you to be motivated and focused on achieving your goals there's other ways to look at team efforts so not just going to sort of clubs there's joining masterminds the mastermind has been one of the things that's dramatically changed how i am always talking about my mastermind groups um this year to increase my um my drive into doing more things i've joined more than one mastermind group you can there's a certain level based on just sheer workload but the more that I'm part of, the more momentum I have, and that's really important to me. So that's something I've done. There's coaching. You know, get a coach. If you're really struggling, get someone who's going to help you, hold you accountable, have that knowledge of strategies and stuff to keep you on the ball, support you through your challenges, and help you work out different ways to do that. All of these things are really valuable strategies to help you dramatically increase your goals and, and success rate. And the final one is rewards. And this is something that I think is really useful. And that's to, I know they do it in a few of the um, the weight loss clubs and all of those sort of things is some of them give you certificates when you've reached a certain target weight. Um, I know when I used to do uh, Slimming World, it was, I was given sort of a, a certificate for half a stone and something for a stone and then something else and it would just felt really good getting that you know it didn't matter if no one else cared or it wasn't as much as anyone else for me it was that's my personal goal and that's what I needed to do for me personally with the, that club it was beneficial for me to go with my family members because um, I could compete against them and I wouldn't let them lose more than me. So there was a competition there for me, a friendly competition, um, but nevertheless, it was a competition. So there's all sorts of those different things that allow you to do that. So rewards are really important. It might be that you reach a certain way and you get yourself a, a new suit or a new dress or whatever it is, 
or you get taken out for a, a nice meal to celebrate if you've reached a certain sales target or you're away for a weekend or something like that. What it is, it's about something to look forward to. Because I think one of the biggest issues with a lot of the stuff is that there's there's something to go, okay, I've reached the target. We are you know, goal-seeking organisms. That's what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. But I think there's something lovely to be able to go, okay, when I've done X, I'm going to actually get this and I'm going to deserve it. And one of the things I would always say is, is do experiential things, not widgets. So don't go, I'm, I love my gadgets. Um, you know, one of the things I'm, I, I definitely try to avoid from the talk for the goal side is if I achieve a certain goal, I go out and buy a new gadget. For me, I'd much prefer to be able to go away with the family or treat my wife out for a meal, or, which I obviously benefit from, or do something like that because the experience is far nicer than just this quick fix gadget buy thing. Um, so actually, and, and scientifically, they've proven that an experience creates more emotional uh, juice, so to speak, um, and is remembered longer than actually just buying a, a a gadget you know think of you know how long did it take you to just think oh i've just bought another phone you know it might have been great for a couple of minutes when you had your phone maybe a little bit longer but then eventually it ran out but if you can remember when you took your kids to a fair or a holiday you had you'll remember that a lot longer because of the experience that you had with that so i think that's a really important thing so let's just quickly recap, and then I'm going to give you one bonus one. So number one, emotional buy-in. Make sure that you're tapping into really why it is that you're wanting to achieve this. What are the huge benefits? How is it going to make you feel when you achieve this? Accept that it is going to be a challenge. Accept that it, there's going to be days where you just want to give up because you've either identified how rubbish you are at it or at, you know how difficult it's going to be, that is part of the process of challenging yourself and expanding your comfort zone and changing your life in some positive way. So the emotional buy-in. The other one is obstacles. Identify what is going to get in the way. What is going to stop you from achieving your goals? Once you identify it, then look at proactively solutions to deal with those challenges as they come. Check ecology. Check how it's going to fit in your life. And if it's not, you need to really think about how much do you want to achieve this because then you're going to have to make some radical changes to make sure that it fits in and either a new way that you want to live your life or something else. Then we look at sharing. You want to tell people what you want. Be bloody proud of those goals that you're setting, whatever they are. If this is what you're going to achieve, then tell the people who are close to you, who are supportive, not the poison emotional, you know, emotional vampires that are going to take the positivity out of you and just laugh at you when you say you're going to do something. Sod them, move on. Let's get someone who's actually going to support you and be there with you. Look at your support network. Either go to support groups, look at joining a mastermind, hire a coach, whether it's a, you know, um, a life or performance coach like myself or whether it's someone who does you know fitness and and personal training 
it doesn't matter it's just or a weight loss coach it's someone who is going to be able to support you through your challenges hold you accountable and make sure that you you know they can support you in the way that's going to help you grow and improve your life in some way and then there's the rewards make sure that you are setting rewards that allows you to go there's a great reason so there's an even more emotional buy-in of if I achieve this, this is what I'm going to be able to do. This is what I'm going to, this is the experience. That, and personally, I just think go for the experience side. These are the things that I'm going to do either with my family, with my partner, or maybe it's something that you do on your own, go on a photography course or a, you know, or a, a, a trip away or something like that. If you, you don't have fam, family or, or partners or anything, just look at what is it that I can do to go, this is what I'm going to get when I've achieved this goal. Dramatically increases the, the reasons why you do it. And also is because you've set the emotional buy and the obstacles and all the other stuff is, it's going to increase that drive and increase that momentum. And then finally, another one, I'm going to give you a, a little bonus. It's called habit hooking. And this is something that there are, things that people want to do that allows you to um, increase your chances of making it more consistent. And I got taught away many years ago for certain things like um, meditating or journaling or other things. And I've talked about it in a few other episodes, but it's that habit hooking. It's what it's doing is it's doing something at the same time you do something else. So, for example, is the chances are that you will have breakfast around about the same time every single day. Some people have exactly the same breakfast every single day. Now, if you are doing that consistently, it is just a natural thing. It's just something that happens. You don't use an awful lot of cognitive energy. It's just something that 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 occurs. But what you can do is, is you can hook something on the back of that. So, for example, I used to have my morning breakfast and I used to do my journaling while I was having my breakfast. It took me away from the poisonous negative stuff that was on TV. And what it brought me to do is just do something focused on improving something within my life at that time. So that was really beneficial by hooking onto a habit. So it might be that you have lunch and you take yourself, hopefully, you take yourself away from your desk at lunch. Well, when you do that, what you could do is you could habit hook going for a walk for 15, 20 minutes. Whenever you get yourself up off the away from your desk and you might do a, a walk around something about you in your organization or when you um, go for a, uh, go to the toilet or something like that, on your way back, get a glass of water, hydrate. That might be one of your goals. You need to increase your hydration. Just make it a rule that those that's what you do. Now, another way to track your habits. I used to, used to use something called habit list, but a friend of mine has just um, put me onto something called Coach Me or Coach.me, which I'm actually really enjoying the app. You can follow each other. You can sort of help them and, and support them on each other. So that could be a useful app, a reminder that says, okay, have you done this today? Again, just a subtle reminder. Obviously, you have to have the... Um, the foresight, the determination and drive to go, this is something that's really important to me, the emotional buy-in, um, and I'm actually going to go and do something. You've got to understand that this isn't going to be easy all the time. This is goals. This is something that, you know, you, you know if, you, if you hit that target weight, if you got fitter, if you cre increased your sales, 
how much more awesome would your life be? That takes work, that takes effort, that takes drive, that takes determination, that takes you pulling your finger out and doing something about it, regardless of the challenges and stuff. It's got it's about courage and keep moving forward. So those sort of things allow you to do that. So I hope that's helped you understand the different strategies that you can use to increase your chances of success. Some of them take a little bit of time to do, but I've seen time and time again them work very, very well. Let me know what your goals are. Let me know what challenges you faced. You know, you can visit me on the Facebook channel and let's let's have a, a conversation about your goals and see what challenges. And if I can help you through Facebook, more than happy to do that. Um, it gives me this opportunity just to say, wishing you the greatest success. Take care and have an amazing day. Bye-bye. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening. And it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.